1: going on something
2: is
1: this is this yes, the jokes on us <laughs> uh, it's groundhog day buddy i like james's style here for anyone who did not see groundhog day and shame on you. but maybe, maybe you're too young maybe you know i get it if you're young you didn't say it uh this song is repeated many many Many, many, many times. James,
3: are we getting it every? No, I I figured I'd just do it once for the joke. I think it'd be a little redundant after (laughs) that. That's pretty good. All
1: right, let's go to the phones here. There's an awful lot to get to, what what you're looking forward to up ahead in Philadelphia sports, whether it's from an optimistic standpoint or, as I mentioned, with the Eagles. It's not really so much optimistic, but just I'm curious to find out. You know, I, I mean, are they going forward in 2024? Are they going to kind of reset things? I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot of unknowns in that regard. All right, let's kick it off with Pat. He's calling from Broomall this morning. Good morning, Pat. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Wonderful, buddy.
4: Uh, long time listener, second time caller. <laughs>
2: Thanks for joining uh, us.
4: So, uh, I guess my unique uh, holiday, whatever. Uh, it doesn't have to be a
1: holiday. It can be sure. a holiday, but you okay.
4: Know. Well, I went with holiday. I'd say the Mummer's Day parade.
1: That's a great answer.
4: You know what I mean? Being from Philly, I mean it's kind of weird.
1: It's definitely weird, it is weird. and it's definitely yeah.
4: unique. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and as for looking forward to, I'd say probably getting the Phillies back out on the diamond.
1: Well, that's a big one. I you mean, I mean? think we're all looking for. I don't know any Philadelphia sports fan that's not looking forward to that.
4: Because I, I think this team has what it takes. It's just a matter of getting it, getting it going.
1: Well, for sure. No, that's a big yeah. part of it, Pep. No, I hear you, my man. Appreciate the call. All right. So let me let me ask everyone here: Are we over last October's end?
3: Yes, oh, I am, yeah. and I and I was. You were. I was very disappointed on how they. But yeah, I'm. I've moved past it, and I'm excited about the start of the season. Me too. at on that, I think I've moved past it just because we've experienced so much <laughs> more uh, Philly sports pain and turmoil since then. For me to get really excited and fully back in on the Phillies, though, so I want them to make a move. And I know that they still have time, and, and they hopefully likely will. But I, I just feel like they need one more piece, like whether it's another starting pitcher, a reliever, another bat. Like I need them to do something for me to get fully back in.
1: James, it really has been for any team, whether you're a really good team or a really bad team, it's been an unusually quiet off season of moves. I mean, they retained their own in Aaron Nola. They let go who we pretty much knew it was going to be let go in, uh, in in Craig Kimbrell, and they signed. who was that random guy they signed recently? Colby Allard, <laughs> and he's their most notable acquisition. Right? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. look, and I, no one ever and no one ever heard of him before.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, he's he's wow. not a real deal at you know. Well, I've like never like heard a, of uh, him before.
1: He, I mean, maybe I saw him pitch in a game, but I certainly didn't remember
2: the
3: Colby no, Allard no, experience. No, no, I agree, I agree. He's like a former failed top prospect type guy. John, but, are you are you so a, is
2: he like our no, he's, or a guy. he's a,
3: not, not even that. Bullpen. He's a he's a probably won't make the roster guy. Just oh, not, yeah. like a non guy. <laughs> oh it's, my wow. point Exactly. I All mean, right, I'm not I, excited I, about I, the Phillies anymore. I mean, right, guys hold guys up! Hold, to... hold up! Hold up! The Phillies spent a ton of money the last few off seasons. Oh, I like, know. And I, like, I think they're in good shape. Like, I don't think you have to make a splash every off season. Like, they have a really good team. I think that you know they're they're battle tested. And bringing Nola back was huge. I think they still have a move or two left, but I, like I'm, I expected to be more disappointed with the offseason than I actually feel. So think, you're okay with them just running it back? I feel yeah, like I mean, given they, the way things came with, ended, I just they need came like, with one, one game move. of going to the World Series. You know, I, I like, and then I, they broke our hearts. <laughs> All right, J- J- James, let me ask you this question. I think I'm, also, I'm por- just for what it's worth, I think they're maintaining flexibility for trade deadline type stuff. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense, James. I'm,
1: it's incredible. I'm blanking right now. So Wheeler. Hopefully, I don't plan to compete the hammer when I go for 200 Ooh. above 500 an hour mm. from now. All right. Wheeler, Nola, Ranger, Taiwan. I'm forgetting who's number five? Christopher Sanchez. Sanchez, yeah. Oh, Christopher oh, I Sanchez. I forgot about him. I love Christopher him. Sanchez. <laughs> Big Sanchez guy here. So they're just going to,
3: like, hey, uh, bro, Taiwan, you bro, you're ripped. No joke. No joke. That's like a top three rotation in baseball. Well, I believe top it because Christopher Sanchez is better than most fives. Yeah, they're, they're, they have a really good rotation. I think they have a but- top five rotation at worst, and, you know, they've got a top five-ish lineup, too. And they all right, got so, a really Taiwan, good though,
1: th- that's got to be a little awkward. Like, John, I remember when Wellborn years ago, 20 years ago, he ripped Andy Reid, <laughs> and you just knew, all right, well, this is the end of the John Wellborn experience in Philly. They're going to get rid of him. We and, knew he had a plan. Oh, he, oh, he yeah. had a plan, and, yeah. and they got rid of him. There's no doubt. Even though he had played very well against Warren Sapp in a couple of big playoff games. like right, He John, was a good player. He was a good player, but he ripped Andy Reid. I don't remember what he ripped him about, but he went public, he ripped
2: Andy Reid, and there that was, was something it. something with the GM. What, wasn't Heckert? it? something with Modrak? Uh, maybe oh, I would think it would be Heckert at that N- point. It, Modrak was the I, I didn't know Modrak. Yeah. But Modrak, that name, the only reason I know it is because he said it so much.
1: Yeah. Well, so here's the then, deal. So the Phillies are like, hey, come on into spring training. Welcome back into our clubhouse, Taiwan Walker, even though you took an <laughs> Uzi publicly to the to the manager after the season. I mean, that's gotta be a little awkward, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I'd say so. I these things are managed. James, somehow, what did he though. say Time again? Heals James, all James, remind us. What did Taiwan Walker? It, it was on social
3: media, right? Wasn't he blasted Rob Thompson well, for not w- using? He him? Was yeah, he, was, he was liking yeah. tweets. he was liking tweets of people tweets. who were saying, "Should he use Taiwan? Why is he on the roster?" That whole thing. He was liking <laughs> how about this. How about how about
1: Taiwan Walker be a better pitcher this year, and then the manager will use him? It's not like the manager didn't want to use him if he pitched better. The guy, the guy was, he stunk down the stretch. I mean, come on, man. All right, let's go to Kyle. He's calling from South Jersey. You can weigh in on all this at 215-592-9494. Hi, Kyle. How you doing, guys? Good, What's up, Kyle?
4: So, uh, with the Eagles, I'm just – I definitely am optimistic looking forward to the season. I'm excited to see the change with the coordinators and the potential of an offensive coordinator maybe tailoring the offense towards Jalen's game. Um, We obviously saw him get away from the RPO, so – I just feel like that's something that was successful that he thrived in and I'm looking forward to possibly getting back to an offense that's more tailored around the weapons that we have.
1: They got they gotta do better, man. And and I think it'll be different, Kyle. You know, Chris Long actually spoke about that recently. We'll we'll get to that audio in a moment, but I think we're all anxious to find out if they try different stuff, will Jalen be good at it or not. And hopefully he's really good at it. But we'll you know, time will tell.
0: Um and
4: then the I, of course, the first caller takes my uh, tradition. I was going to say mummers' parade, but going to an animal tradition, the presidential turkey pardon.
1: You know, yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. That is a good answer. Featured in the West Wing. John, are you going to get back to the West Wing?
2: Yeah, good for you, man. But I think I'm going to like put it off to annoy you as long as <laughs> you possible. Do whatever you want, man. That's
1: that's your that's your loss. When do
2: I have until? You don't have like, the, No, when do you have May, until you I looked can start it, I, watching? I looked
1: it up this morning. I don't have my notes in front of me. I looked it up this morning. I think it's May 20-something. Mm. I, oh, you know what? Actually, I got it in my phone now that I think about it. I put it in my phone.
2: I loved what Chris Long said yesterday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, let's, let's get to that. There's a lot of audio Chris Long here to get to. I am eligible to watch the
2: West Wing starting May 24th. So
1: let's get to some Chris
2: Long audio. That's a long time. That's longer than I thought. That's good. I, I feel better. I thought I thought it was going to be May. May 24th. Fourth. Yeah. That's good. I mean, that's the end of the school year. The kids the oh. kids will be in school <laughs> for the rest of the school year Brutal. until you can finally watch West and Wing. And
3: now Wing. we all know what Joe's going to be doing Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Hunker Town, that's right. <laughs>
1: and by the way, I have I this I'm not making this up. This is true. I have watched the West Wing with my little DVD player on the beach before. Oh my gosh. So I'll I'll, I'll bring You know, if I have earphones or whatever, West Wing, like, you got to put, you got to put, I don't want to call it a tarp, but you got to put, like, something in front of you. Might be a hat. Might be the. uh, Right, because the glare and the the sun. Yeah, you have to use the towel, whatever I'm trying to say. So
2: you try to build the inside on At- the beach when you're outside <laughs> yeah. rather than yeah. enjoy the outside you want to build the inside and watch the West. great right.
3: indoorsman. That's it is. exactly
1: yeah no, that's right all right let's get to some audio of chris long from his podcast he said a number of things notable this week about what the eagles offense could look like under kellen moore and some stuff on jalen hurts let's start with the first of the of the things he said um Number one there, James. We'll go in order. One, two, three. Here's Chris Long on what Kellen Moore um, will bring to the table as the Eagles offense coordinator.
5: You look at who Kellen Moore is in the same vein of me laying out schematically who I think Vic Fangio is. I think he's a West Coast guy that puts a twist on it. When you think West Coast offense, you think of Dinkin and Duncan, you think of the short game, you think of quick release, um, a run game that marries with the past concepts, um, and you see that so often with some of these West Coast tree guys but don't get it twisted. This guy is not a dink and dunk guy. You know, he's going to take shots vertically. He prefers having that element in his, his game plans. And I think that's a good thing. And it's not going to be music to people's ear in Philly who were screaming all year about short game. I think he's going to have those elements in his offense. You know, he's going to have hots. He's going to have uh easy answers for quarterback, but, I also think having that vertical element will make them look more like 2022.
1: I certainly hope so. I mean, I I certainly hope so. It's just going to be a
2: more complete, like NFL style offense that, that has the right answers. I I take solace in the fact that 2022, his last year in Dallas, he and Dak Prescott at the helm, they were number one against the blitz. Uh, You know, that they, that really matters. Like, That means you went in, you, the wide receivers and the the quarterback, they were on the same page. They were looking at coverages the same. They knew if we get this, then it becomes this. And and they executed to perfection. That takes good coaching. That takes good planning. That takes good teaching. And that's what we're hoping for from Kellen Moore. At, At the same time. He must run the football while developing our quarterback as a passer and developing our quarterback as an under center passer. He needs to stay with the run more than he ever has before. Like, he needs to be uncharacteristically run heavy for Kellen Moore because that's the way this roster has been built.
1: Well, let's, you know, get to this next piece of audio because it's interesting, John, what you just said and, and and alludes to what many think, that historically Kellen Moore has not run the ball enough and that he won't run it enough here. Chris Long actually sees it quite differently. Let's listen to what Chris Long said.
5: I think one positive is you want to look more like the team that ran the ball. He's going to do that. You know, that's that's his bread and butter. I mean, he loves 12 personnel. He loves to pound the rock. They love to have a ground control element to that offense where, where Kellen Moore was in Dallas like, That was a big part of it. I think you'll see a better run game with Kellen Moore, at the very least. The passing concepts, the fit with Jalen, that remains to be seen.
1: You know, the Jalen thing, we'll get to that in a second. But, John, do you think Chris Long is misreading Kellen Moore's past, or do you think from Chris Long's experience as a player and now an analyst? Well, what
2: does a better run game mean? How good was our run game last year? Last uh, By the last way, I need, so, so I need a definition on what last year
1: is. Is last year the 2023 Eagles? Yeah.
3: Yes. Okay, I,
1: I guess so, we, yeah. Well, it just gets weird because we still I'm got an active you, NFL season. I'm with you, I, I can never figure it out in January and February when the team's eliminated. Is last year last month or is last year 13 months ago?
2: I don't know. All right, I think you're overthinking
3: it. Well, no, this bothers that. every, Joe, every year. You this bothers me. I'm
2: with you a hundred percent, Jeff. Played.
1: Okay, because it's just you know the, the season's still going on. It just happens to be the Eagles aren't Not in it for us. Not the for last us. season <laughs> played for our team. All right, all right. well, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, they became much less effective. That's clear. You know, if you notice at the very end there, it all almost sounded like Chris Long perhaps was expressing some doubt about Jalen if they asked him to do different stuff. He, he sort of alluded to it. Let's listen to more of Chris Long on on Jalen Hurts because he does put a lot of what this offense ultimately will be, good or bad, next year with Kellen Moore on Hurts. Now, to be clear, Chris Long also puts some of this, what it'll be good or bad, related to Hurts on past Eagles coaches and how they have coached Hurts or have not coached Hurts properly. Listen to this. This is some interesting stuff from Chris Long about Jalen Hurts.
5: Motion, I do think, is something that he cannot afford to meet Jalen in the middle on. I think they need a lot more pre snap motion in this offense. And I think you'll get it with him. Like when he was in Dallas, they were 13th in motion in pre snap motion. When he was in LA, they were seventh in pre snap motion. Philly is 30th in pre snap motion. That's something we talked about this year at length. So I, I think if you're looking in the column of maybe it doesn't work out, it's not because his scheme doesn't have value. I think I think you you look at a couple of these variables and you say, I just don't know. I just don't know how how that would work out. Like if Jalen struggles under center, is that going to be an impediment to him? If Jalen wants a static picture and doesn't want motion pre snap, is that going to be an impediment to him? But I'm pretty sure all this has been discussed. So it'll be interesting to see how much of that is Jalen's unwillingness or inability to do those things and how much of it is just they haven't committed to it and truly gone through the process of grooming him to be a little bit different. And so I'm I'm interested to see how those things manifest.
2: What's your reaction to that, John? Holy cow. A lot in there, right? Uh, Yeah. Uh, When he – the quote was, he cannot afford to meet Jalen in the middle – on pre-snap motion, he's talking about Kellen Moore. Yep. He, Kellen Moore, cannot afford to meet Jalen in the middle Got on a f- pre-snap motion. Force him to do it after saying that Kellen Moore, you know, was at the top of the league. Whatever the number was, he said seventh in pre-snap motion or something along those lines. Uh, this is a lot to chew on. If Jalen's the reason that that Nick was not using pre-snap motion, if Jalen, you know, if in those meetings, hey Jalen, what do you like? If he's saying every week I hate the pre-snap motion because it changes what the defense is doing, and I'm not as confident with where to go with the ball when they're you know when everything's in flux as it's right, snapped, right. that's understandable. Uh, the, if the quarterback prefers not to have motion, then you can't blame Nick Sirianni as much as we were, for not having motion. That's right. You know, I faulted uh, Brian Johnson and Nick Sirianni for their simplistic scheme uh, all season long, for their lack of hot reads and sight adjustments. And and, uh, it's possible when you hear it like this, which is not necessarily from the horse's mouth, but from a mouth who's closer to those who are closer to the horse's mouth. No question. Seems like a lot to take in and it does make sense like what other reason can you provide me that would be uh why would it be smart to not have motion why would it be smart to not try to throw a defense off why would it not be smart to, to try to manipulate a defense's eyes with motion uh i guess if the quarterback doesn't like it that's a good reason well listen i mean we'll we'll take
1: your reaction to what you just heard from chris long and obviously what you know, you sense is up ahead with the Eagles and Hurts and Kellen Moore in the offense as it relates to what we've seen with Hurts when he was, you know, under the tutelage of Sirianni and Brian Johnson. But there's
2: absolutely,
1: I, I mean, it,
0: this. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high,
4: it is far, it is kind.
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
3: The Midwest League home run leader.
0: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
5: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
0: Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball
2: trademarks used with permission. Offense, its simplicity should not be blamed as much as I was blaming it on Nick Sirianni. Look, if this is true, if if, it's if in those meetings Jalen's saying I don't want pre-staff motion then I am way in the wrong. I am I'm am so off color, off, you know, off base. Wrong, yeah. To be blaming Nick Sirianni. Well look,
1: we'll we'll take your reaction. 215-592-9494. Of course all these topics including, you know, sort of w- with the transition away from the Eagles season, which is clearly definitively over now. Um, and, and the dust has settled on the coaching stuff. What are you now looking forward to as a Philadelphia sports fan? Let's go to Ron in Monco. What's going on, Ron? Hammer. Ron.
4: Ladies and jelly beans.
1: Wow, you just put Richie
2: in the ladies category. I like that. Yeah, he's well jelly done.
4: Bean. Yo, how's the head looking,
2: Richie? I. It, it's funny. You don't see it when <laughs> you don't see your own head. You just often. see the reaction that everyone has. I do, and I appreciate the reaction. People seem very pleased. Okay. All
4: right, well look, you know what? I'm I'm done with the, with the birds till next year. I, <laughs> I, I you know what I mean? I called to change the subject.
1: You'll be fired up in March and April, I know, Ron. But go well, ahead.
4: I got to drop a bomb here, dude, yeah, you know? Drop a, and, drop a bomb. Well, you know, I got that I got this uh, super duper crystal ball of mine I got from Radio Shack. Okay. The Phillies don't make the playoffs. Oh, come on, Ron. And I'll explain. Okay, it's it's simple math. <laughs> if they do make the playoffs, they're going to get knocked down the first round. Okay, so they go into let's say they get the third wild card. It doesn't matter. They're going to get knocked right out. Ron, Ron I want you to say. I,
1: it, Ron. I want to say something before you continue. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Go ahead. I need to hear from some, someone listening right now, 215 592 Please refute Ron's preposterous uh, here we comment here. 215 Go ahead, Ron. Go
4: ahead. go ahead. You're calling in your little minions. I'll t- yeah, hey, you I, mean, I need some support. They haven't started spring Calling spring in the Calvary. Well, what are you,
2: why are you thinking this, yeah, way? Why are you okay, thinking
4: it's this? It's real way? simple. Richie, they don't have the pitching. They flat out don't have the pitching. How do you they don't figure? even
1: have half the pitching they
4: need? Ron, okay. they got Wheeler
1: and Nola and Ranger as
4: the That's, top three. What's wrong with that? Two? So, what are you going to do? You're going to play two uh, bullpen games a week? Come on, guys. The well, I mean, what you Ron, it's not about?
1: like Taiwan Walker's a bum. I mean, wh- what are you talking He's about? You have five starters, what are you Ron. Do? Are you going
4: to spot it. Mick West Abel Island? is
2: another arm who's coming up. Christopher Sanchez last year was a revelation. And like by the he's way, our fifth starter and he he's way better than a number 5. A and Ron, I don't
1: love the bullpen, but they got up. some arms there. They got Alvarado, they got that uh Hoffman guy. We'll see if Sir Anthony can bounce back. I mean, come on. You You're
4: going to be- get a Listen, listen. You're going to get a really good year out of Wheeler cuz he's smart. And he's going to come breathing fire because it's a contract year, and he's just strong with Nolan Ryan. Aaron Nola just got, so he's going to do the same. He's going to come, you know, kick it an ass and take. So him. you think Aaron?
1: You think Aaron Nola falls apart?
4: Oh yeah, he's the. You know, he's a powder puff. He's a 500 pitcher. That's all he is.
1: Oh, uh, Ron, you you disgust I'm me. Sorry, give give guys, me o- other than the, your ridiculous phone well, call. Give, give me a what unique tradition. Do
4: with what are you going to do with Barney Rubble up in the leadoff? Are you going to leave him up there,
1: or are you going to put him where it belongs, down in the fourth spot? They've won a lot of games. I mean, I would probably move him, but they have won a lot of games with him. By the way, Barney Rubble, I kind of like Barney Rubble.
2: Well, he's, listen, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm I'm going to be watching every game. You think he, he looks, looks more guys. like Barney Rubble than Fred Flintstone? <laughs> no, yeah, he looks, runs like seriously. Rubble,
4: dude. Hold on. <laughs> Barney <laughs> and Fred run the
2: same. Barney and Fred run the same, Ron. You nah, think – you There's think Kyle Schwarber hair. looks more like Barney than Fred?
4: <laughs> well, he he runs funny. He's funny looking when he runs. How's that, that? Well, anyway, so, thank God you're not on TV. Think, what you'd what I look like. That. Listen, I look forward to my, t- my my Phillies every year, even if they stay. Right. But I'm telling you, they're just not going to make it. They don't have Ron. It. Give me an answer you know for, for you, uh, Joe. You know what happened? What they shut? They shut the the board and the CEOs. They shut the money off. That's what they did. They all shut right, the money Ron, off. Ron, give
1: me a unique tradition. What is it?
4: I have this dartboard with your face on it, right? <laughs> and before I leave the house every morning, you know, I just throw twelve darts right. money at that. All, all right. Ron, you really have a good weekend, buddy.
3: All right, pal. What a, you, what, a, what a breath of fresh air, Ron. That was, <laughs> wow. But for, for Ron and everyone else, the Phillies the last two seasons with Kyle Schwerber leading offer 132 and 99 without him leading offer 45 and 48. Yeah,
1: yeah. All right, James, let me, let me, so his call was obviously preposterous. We all know that. But let me ask this question. What, James, concerns you the most with the Phillies? Again, I'm not entertaining Ron's thought process that they stink. But what is, in your opinion, James, the greatest concern as we look toward the 2024 Fels? Uh,
3: and again, like I am I think the roster is pretty good. I, I think, like you pointed And don't out, say
1: injury. We all know no, anybody no, no, can get No, of course, of course, of uh, course.
3: I think, you know, the, you mentioned I think they could use one more arm in the bullpen. Like I think bullpen rolls, you know, like who's the closer, having a closer, you know, setting that up and not having to use Alvarado all over the place or this or that. I think that's a concern for me. And uh, honestly, bench depth—you know, like we saw it play out in the playoffs—like oh, a right-handed bat who could play the outfield, like I think, is an important addition. Tell me Still, if this but is, is, but it's, James, again, it's on the edges type stuff.
1: Yeah, I, get, I tell me if this is, and God, I love him, love him, but tell me if this is a fair answer. Rob Thompson in the postseason with big decisions.
3: I mean, obviously, we've seen that the last couple of years, yeah. so you have to say it. But I, right? I, th- I mean, it's got to be. Absolutely, absolutely. But the, I, I am in. Because well, he say had two that, Whoppers the no last doubt, couple of years. No Matter of fact, three. Three. Because I'll put he last year Rojas and Kimbrell. Well, and I can tw- say four. Kirkering, two in those games. But regardless, what I will say about that that makes me encouraged is, and we played the audio a bunch of times on this I show, like, I was encouraged by what he said after. Like, he admitted defeat. He admitted fault. And I think if you I agree, it's a concern until he gets in the playoffs and doesn't do that. That's the record. But I'm encouraged about it.
0: All right. Look, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?